Welcome to Conversations with Erin and Jill on the Let Your Heart with Hope podcast. If you are new here and you're just tuning in now for this episode, I want to explain what we've been doing over the last few weeks. We decided that for the end of the year, we wanted to answer your questions, to really have a conversation with you. We wanted to know what was on your heart, what was on your mind. And so that's what we're doing and what we've been doing over the last few weeks I don't know about you, mom, but yeah, I love hearing people's questions because oftentimes I have the same questions. Exactly. I want to talk about the same things that they want to talk about. And that's what's interesting. I think what I found through the questions that we received, we received so many and hopefully we can do them all. I don't know if we'll be able to, but that I could, I resonated with every single one. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. One of the big ones was marriage. So I know we talked about actually doing even a series on marriage. So I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, every question was really important. And I'm so thankful that we're doing this. Not only that, I love engaging with the listener. And if this is a way that we're able to do that, I'm really thankful that we can, you know, kind of interact with them in this way. So I'm looking forward to all of these questions. If we could talk to you in person about these, we would love to do that. Over coffee. Right? Yeah. But decaf coffee. Decaf. It's got to <laughs> be decaf. If you listened to our previous episodes, you know why she said decaf. Yes. Yes. But anyway, I wanted to dive into this week's question. And someone asked us, how do you still have faith after everything that has happened to you? Now, before we dive into really answering this question, a lot has happened. And yes, the person has. listening may not know that. So I think we should give them just a little brief overview of some of the things that we've walked through. Yes, we have walked through a lot. And I would say the most devastating and heartbreaking season that I've ever walked through in my entire life would be the life and death of your brother, Hunter. And I don't even like using the word death, to be honest with you, because I believe that Hunter is fully alive in heaven. I do. He is not here anymore, but he is fully alive and healed and whole in heaven. But he was diagnosed with a fatal genetic disease when he was four months old called crabbe leukodystrophy. And we were actually told that he wouldn't live to see a second birthday, which was devastating. And I had no faith at that time. Like I didn't know God. God was not on my radar screen. I share this in the first episode actually of our entire podcast. So if you want the full story, please go back and listen to that. It's the first episode. Yeah. It's called Where Joy and Pain Collide. Yeah. And so walking through that, being told he would not live to see a second birthday is when I started to seek after the things of God. And that's a whole nother story that I already shared. But I would say that walking through that and watching Hunter suffer every day of his life and then God intervening and bringing us joy. I mean, there's so much to my story and what God showed me in the midst of my greatest heartbreak. And then Hunter, you know, going to heaven when he was eight and a half and then walking through seasons of depression, then walking through your dad getting oral cancer squamous cell carcinoma of his jaw, not just one time and having, you know, the first time having his jaw removed and then going through that three times. Um, and then him having a full reconstruction of his jaw 
And then, you know, you walking through Lyme, walking through depression, walking through anxiety, walking through an eating disorder, much of which you're not healed from, you know, and we're still walking that journey, but in the beginning and everything that you went through and, you know, you going through what you went through was again, heartbreaking for me and devastating for our family. And, you know, and then there's been these other things, you know, just life things. And that's the thing. I mean, life itself right now is difficult with Mm -hmm. everything going on in the world. And then, you know, just all the bad news. And I don't, I can't watch the news at all. We're inundated with so much going on in this world. And so you have that. And then you have on top of that, just life stuff, you know, like your dishwasher breaks or your, (laughs) you know, just, you know, your heat doesn't work and it's 20 degrees outside or whatever. I mean, you have those struggles on top of these major life altering struggles and circumstances. And I think it's an absolute miracle that I'm sitting here breathing, thriving, living, and I have joy and hope as a result of what God has done in my life really, ultimately, it's all because of him that I can sit here and even have this conversation and we can talk about it and I can be okay about it. Right. I feel the same way you do. Like you said, I've gone through my own struggles with various things, depression, anxiety, an eating disorder, Lyme disease. And I also went through losing Hunter and right, right. everything well, that happened you, with dad. Right. Too. Well, you were there. You helped take care of your dad. Right. Especially the last... Well, no, no, not even just the last one when he has reconstruction. You were there in the hospital the whole time. Yeah, yeah. It was interesting because we felt at the time to, you were old enough, I felt, that you could handle that and you could be a part of it. And yet at the same time, we wanted to protect Cameron. We just yeah. felt like she, so she stayed back. And, you know, my mom took care of her and made sure she got to school and all those things that she needed to do. But you were very involved. You know, in retrospect, I think back, I'm like, wow, I allowed you. But yeah, you were exposed to everything that Hunter went through. Well, and I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that I was there. And although it was extremely difficult, I also think it helped grow my faith and my trust in God. And so just to kind of give an overview, I mean, we've gone through loss and grief and mental health issues and physical health issues. And so that's where we're coming from with this question. Uh, And I just, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just want to add too, because this is part of my story and this is part of, you know, the struggles that I've been through. My marriage has been through a lot. Uh, And I know we'll be talking about that in the marriage series, but I mean, you put that on top of everything too, because, you know, when you go through life altering circumstances and heartbreak, you know, it's one thing to have your spouse or, you know, the person, the people around you, your family to count on and be there for you. And when your marriage is getting hit on top of that, you know, it just adds another layer of um, struggle. Yeah. And another thing too, is that in the midst of all of these struggles, our pain impacts the people around us, right. the people that love us so much. So you as a mom, obviously with everything I've gone through, you hurt. And when I've seen everything you've gone through, it hurts me too. And so I think there is a beautiful aspect of that, of being able to lean on each other in the midst of it. And I know for a fact that in the midst of everything that I've gone through, I've needed to lean on your faith. Mm. And so in the midst of this- Well, I've leaned on your faith, Erin. Right. I remember, yes, there was that one moment, it stays vivid in my mind. 
when I was sitting on the bed in my bedroom and I was weeping and I was mm-hmm. afraid and you just came and sat next to me and you held me and you just, you being with me and holding me and praying over me yeah. meant so much. Well, and just that's the power of faith and love and being there for one another. We've talked in so many episodes how important community is, how important it is that we don't suffer and struggle in the midst of isolation. And so I want to address this specific question that this person asked, how do you still have faith after everything that has happened to you? You know, what's interesting is I think that sometimes in the depths of certain circumstances that we've gone through, I've had more faith. Mm. You know, when dad was going through his bouts of cancer, I feel like I had a stronger faith than when I was in the midst of my own suffering with depression and anxiety and all of that. And it's not that my faith was gone in the midst of it at all, but I think sometimes after you've been through trial after trial, sometimes your faith is beat up. Yeah. And you question your faith, (laughs) you question God and you doubt God. And yet that's not a bad thing. No. And I'm so glad you say that. And I was like, literally wanting to say that right after you were done. I was like, but it's not a bad thing. Right. Right. I've gone through seasons where I thought that doubting God and questioning my faith and wondering if it's true and asking God all the questions. I went through a season, I'm thinking, well, that was bad. Like that, that my faith is not strong. Actually, it's the opposite. Right. It's good right. to ask God the questions, to be vulnerable, to be honest and open with him and to walk through seasons where your faith is in the fire. Yeah. And you know what I have realized is that oftentimes in the Christian culture, Mm. people tend to say that, oh, well, like if your faith was strong enough that you wouldn't be going through this, especially when it comes to mental health. There are people that are like- That is so detrimental. And it's false. It is not true true. that you can have faith enough to prevent depression or prevent anxiety or prevent grief and trauma. The reality is, is that in God's word, he says, we will have trouble. In my mind, that includes mental, physical, spiritual, all of the things. And yet he has overcome the world. He meets us right where we are. So if you're listening and you have been told before, you've thought in your mind that my faith must not be strong enough if I'm struggling with questioning God, if I'm struggling with depression or anxiety or whatever it is that you're going through, just know that that's not true and that God meets you right where you are in the midst of it. And if your faith had to be strong enough, then God wouldn't be God. Right. You wouldn't have to lean on You him. wouldn't have to lean right. on his strength right. if you could do it on your own. Right. And if you're listening and you are questioning God and you're asking him all of the why questions, be honest with him. Yes. I think that is one of the most important things that I've learned in my walk with God in the midst of everything that I've gone through is that God wants us to be honest with him. Yes, He wants us to come to him with all of our questions. The truth is, is God's big enough. And God already knows. He knows every word before we speak it. He knows every hair on our head. He has counted the number of our days and determined them for us. It's all about a relationship with him. Right. He created us to be in a relationship with him. So of course he wants us to come to him with our struggles. 
He already knows. So to me, that's so comforting. God, you know that I'm asking these questions. You know that I'm doubting you right now. You know that I'm frustrated. You know that I'm fearful. You know that I'm saying, are you kidding me, God? Right. (laughs) In my heart. Again, we have to go through this, God? Really? Why did you allow this to happen? What are you doing, God? I mean, all the questions. He already knows they're mustering in there anyway. So for me, anyway, I'm just, I'm an open book to God. I journal it all. I talk to him about it all. And I have found so much comfort in being real and vulnerable with God. And not only that, we're not the first ones to doubt God and to question him. Okay. Like if you have read the word of God or have read anyone who's written about God through the years, through the centuries, we all usually get to the point where we struggle in our faith. And you know what? That is a beautiful thing. Yes. Because I believe that when we get to that point of struggling with our faith and questioning God and asking him all those questions, those are the moments where our faith is proved genuine. Those are the moments when we realize how real God is. Right. And Honestly, I'm thankful that I've gone through seasons where I've questioned God because he has proved himself to be faithful over and over and over again. Okay. Now what you said, Aaron, is very powerful and you might need to listen to it again someday. I'm just, I'm just saying, (laughs) I know we all need the reminders that we're sharing. You're right. And that was one of the things I wanted to talk about. One of the ways in which to you know, walk through that struggle of faith is to remember, Mm. remember what he has already walked you through. Remember the faithfulness of God. And you know what? Sometimes you need to go to the word of God for that. Remember and read how he was faithful to Paul and to David and to Job and to John and to Peter. I mean, go and read their stories, but more so Remember where he's been faithful in your life. I'm telling you, like I said in the beginning of this episode, I am breathing and alive and I have hope and joy because God has been faithful to me. Even when I have doubted him, even when I have questioned him, even when I have felt like, you know what, I'm done with yeah. my faith. Like I am so done. And and yet he was right there in the midst of it to pick me back up and to hold me and carry me through yet another battle for my faith. Well, and in terms of remembering, oftentimes it's easier to just remember the hardship, Mm, to just remember the pain. But sometimes it's when we look at those things, at the pain, at everything that has happened, that we see God's hand in the midst of it all. Because the truth is, is that no matter what it is you've walked through, God's been there all along, even Mm, if you couldn't see him. At times I have looked back and realize that in those moments of deep suffering, I didn't always see God. I didn't always feel God. But when I look back, I'm able to say God was there. And the biggest thing is that I know God was there because I'm still here. I know that God was in the midst of both of our stories because we're still here. We survived our darkest days and we are still here. And that goes to show you that God has never left our side ever. Right. And we're talking about it. Right. You know, and we are wanting to encourage other people yeah. in their struggle. And if God had not walked us through that, what do we have? 
listener, like we don't have anything to offer you but him and his faithfulness and what he has done and all that he has walked us through. So I want to encourage you right now that no matter what you are going through, no matter what your struggle of faith is right now, you will get through it. Yeah, He will be faithful when you're not. That's the beautiful thing. God does not change at right. all. So, you know, our faith is kind of based on our circumstances, mm-hmm. but ultimately mm-hmm. our faith needs to be based on who God is. It's who he is. And he doesn't change. And like you said, changes. no matter what our circumstances, no matter if we see him in our circumstances or not, whether right. we think that he's there or not, he promises to never leave us or forsake us. And you know what? God's word talks about what faith is. Right. Faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you do not see. Right. So we can be certain that God is who he says he is, even when even we don't, when we don't see. see it. I love that. And also when we were talking about remembering, that also leads us to thanksgiving mm. and gratitude. Yeah. When we remember, we can be thankful. God, look what you did. Mm-hmm. And you know, for me, like I said, I've talked about this many times, I journal. So even going back on my journals, I can see wow, look where I was then and look where I am today. And obviously there's an ebb and flow in our journey of faith too. Mm -hmm. Like some days our faith is strong, you know, and we're able to walk through the fire and other other times and other seasons, God is literally carrying us through the fire. And he provides people in our lives to help carry us through the fire as well. Yes. Like we said at the beginning, I've had to lean on your faith at many times. I've had to lean on the faith of counselors and mentors and my husband, Parker, I've had to lean on other people's faith when I felt like my faith was faltering, when I felt like I didn't have any faith at all. So I'm so thankful that God brings people into our lives during specific seasons for a reason, because he knows that we need other people. That's right. And we talk about this a lot about community and having those people in our lives. And the people who know God are so valuable because they can speak the truth over us. They can pray over us. They can give us perspective when ours is in the dark. And you know, sometimes, at least I know that I've experienced this, there's a tendency to want to stay away from people Mm. who love God when you're struggling in your faith, because it's almost like you're wrestling with God and you like, don't want to hear someone quote a verse or mm-hmm. I know I've experienced that oh, because, me too. you know, when I've been walking through seasons where my faith is being tested, you know, grandma will come along and, you know, she'll say the truth, which is what I need to hear. Like mm-hmm. the truth is I need to hear the truth. I need to hear what she's saying, but I'm fighting it in my spirit. You know, I'm like, Oh, I don't want to hear that, but it's true. And yeah. so I think that's another thing to remember during seasons where your faith is faltering to surround yourself with people that are going to speak the truth over you and pray over you, but also to focus on the truth. And another thing too, I was thinking of is to, and this is what I've done. Like Aaron and I always do. We just, we share our own experience and what we have walked through and how God has helped us to walk through our circumstances and what we've done in the midst of them. And one of them is to pray and praise anyway. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's been times where I I don't think I could even utter words. Like it was a whisper. I know that you've experienced that as well, Mm -hmm. where I just couldn't find the words anymore. I was like, I've prayed all I can pray. I don't even have the words anymore, God. And so in those moments, I'm just, I have nothing to say. (laughs) So I need to, I need to praise him anyway. And it's, it's not like I'm forcing myself to, but kind of, 
I'm like, I'm going to praise him anyway. I'm going to pray anyway. I'm going to worship anyway, even though I don't feel it, even though I don't see you at work, God, I'm going to do it anyway. And I have always found that when I do that, I come out of that dark place. And there are often times when, at least I've experienced this, where I feel like I can't pray at all or Mm, I can't praise at all. But the word of God says that the Holy Spirit and Jesus intercede for us when we don't have the words. Right. And I love that so much because in the midst of those moments where I literally have felt, I've been at church and during worship, I felt like, God, I have nothing to give. I have nothing yeah. to give. Yeah. But in those moments, I was reminded that the Holy Spirit was the one interceding for me and that he was talking to God on my behalf. And Jesus intercedes for us as well. That is so comforting. Yeah. And yeah. another thing that I remind myself of is just two words, even if, mm. even if my circumstances don't change, even if things don't go the way that I want them to go, even if the darkness stays for a season, I know who God is. And so sometimes I go back to that phrase of even if mm. I, because the last, the second part doesn't change. God yeah. doesn't change. Like we said before, I know that God is who he says he is and that he meets me in the midst of it all. And that reminds me of, but God. Mm, Yeah. There are so many places in the word of God where, you know, there's a circumstance or something happening and then, but God. Mm. So even if, I love that. In fact, that's a book title. Oh boy. All right. Write it, please. (laughs) Well, in the but God part, it makes me think of David and the Psalms and how there are a lot of Psalms where in the first half of the Psalm, David is crying out to God. Right. Like we talked about, he's being real before God. And then the second part, but God, and then he praises God. So exactly what we've been talking about. Even as we come to God with all of our questions and our whys and our anger too, mm, right. and our desperation, the second part is praise and that we can still praise him through it all. And there's a verse too, and I don't remember exactly where it is. And I have other verses too, that I think would be powerful to share. If we don't share it right now in the episode, then definitely in your Instagram posts, Aaron, this week, it's where God says that he who began a good work in us will be faithful Mm. to complete it. We are a work in progress. If we are still living and breathing and here on this earth, God's not finished with us yet. And that means he's not finished with our faith being Mm -hmm. refined and us growing in our knowledge of God. Like we are a work in progress. And again, that is so comforting to me. Like I have not arrived. I have not figured this out. I I am still a work in progress. But God says, but God, there it is. But God says that he will be faithful to complete the good work that he started. I just want to share one more thing that I hope encourages everyone listening because I know it encourages me. Um, And I shared this with my, one of my best friends who was walking through breast cancer and we were talking about our faith and how we were struggling and just asking God all the hard questions and why God and where are you in this and all of those things. And we were talking about Peter And there's a story in the Gospels where the Apostle Peter, you know, they were all there listening to Jesus. He had just shared a powerful teaching and a lot of followers left. They're like, we're done. We're out. We don't want to have faith in Jesus anymore. And they left. And Jesus looked at his disciples and was like, well, what about you guys? Of course, I'm paraphrasing. 
This is Jill <laughs> language. But Peter's response was, where else are we going to go? Mm-hmm. You have the words of eternal life. And I cling to that often because where else am I going to go? Am I going to go to the world? Am I going to start to have faith all of a sudden, you know, walk away from God and have faith in the things of this world? I will be let down at every turn. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, where else am I going to put my faith in all the nonsense that's out there? Absolutely not. I'm going to go to the one who can give me eternal life because if my eternal life is secure, I know that he's going to take care of my everyday life. Amen. I love that. And I love that story. And like you said, it's also an anchor for me. The world has nothing to offer me. Jesus is everything. He is everything that I will ever need. And so before we end, I just want to kind of summarize the things that we've talked about that have really helped us continue to have faith in the midst of our circumstances. First, be honest with God and with the people around you. Be real and vulnerable with Him. Another one, pray and praise anyway. (laughs) Even if you don't want to, even if you don't feel it, pray and praise anyways. Another one, be around people that know God and love God so that they can pray over you and with you and really intercede on your behalf with God. Ask yourself, where else are you going to go? Another one, remember what God has already done. Remember how he has been faithful. And faith is not based on your circumstances. It's based on who God God is. Amen. Amen. Mom, will you pray for the person listening who may be struggling with their faith right now in the midst of their own circumstance? Yes. Father, thank you so much that we can come to you, that we can be honest and real about our struggles, Lord. And we're struggling. We're wondering, when are you going to show up? God, what are you going to do in the midst of this circumstance? How are we going to make it through? We need help, but you already know that. You already know everything that we need, and you have promised to give us everything that we need for life and godliness, and you have given us everything that we need through Jesus, through your Son. And Lord, help us to be mindful and to remember all that you already have done. When we're in the midst of the fire, Lord, help us to remember that you're with us. Lord, we're so thankful that your faithfulness does not depend on our faith, and that no matter what you will finish the good work that you started in all of us, that we are never alone, that you will never leave us nor forsake us, and that you will complete the good work you started. And that work is always immeasurably more than anything that we could ever ask or imagine. Increase our faith, Lord, and strengthen us. In Jesus' name, amen.